Welcome back to Dating Tales and Mating Fails. Wait, that's the name, right? Yeah, that's the name, right? <laughs> I know that. <laughs> With Trace Rossi and... Arya Mahendale. Woo! <laughs> and our guest today is the incomparable Tim Benz. Woo! I don't even know what incomparable means. Uh, yeah, it's uncomparable. Uncomparable. Incomparable. But like, couldn't you theoretically compare anything to anybody? No, you can't. Try comparing yeah. apples to oranges. Can't yeah, be well, you could compare them, and they might have some similarities, but not a lot. But it's this is terrible podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> this is just an argument. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a little Larry David rant right there. That was just that was that was. This is gonna be ridiculous. This is gonna be a complete shit show. I knew this would be a shit show from the start. Anyway. This is Tim Bands. Tim, how old are you? I am 27. You're 27? Yep. And what do you do? I am an assistant project manager for an engineering firm, um, and I design traffic control plans. And who do you do? Who do I do? <laughs> Myself, mostly. With my hair. Nice. <laughs> the celebrities in my mind. Nice, nice. <laughs> and Aria occasionally. Good. <laughs> so, quick intro to Tim. Tim Vance is my boyfriend. That's how he introduces himself. Whenever he introduces himself to people, he says, Hi, I'm Aria's boyfriend. I know all you girls out there, you're like, Oh my god, that's so low-key cute. Like, he's just so, like, proud of his girlfriend that, like, he just can't get so excited to tell everybody. And yes, ladies, that is the reason why. That's not at all the case. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> That you realize they're gonna be like, look at this fucking simp. <laughs> <laughs> I've trained him well. Yeah. This beta male cuck boy. <laughs> that is his whole identity. Yeah. <laughs> but before we were dating, he used to introduce himself and say, "Hi, I'm Tim. I'm bisexual." Yeah, you know, he leads everything with a fun fact. Like, like, <laughs> I don't really want to be on a podcast with two homophobes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm a homophobe. <laughs> so I guess that answered the next question, which was, what is your sexual preference? So we'll just go into it. When did you know you were bi? Uh, my whole life, basically. You always know. But, you know, like, you play these games. <laughs> uh, but, like, I didn't really identify as bisexual until about this year. So, relatively new. So, like, what made you, if you don't mind me asking, like, come to that? <laughs> come. <laughs> <laughs> Men? Um, I don't know. I always knew I was attracted to guys. And um, I had an experience in the past with a guy, and I didn't enjoy it. And I just assumed that meant I was straight. But the feelings kind of never went away. And then I had a long-term girlfriend prior to Aria, and I broke up with her. And I... Uh, Embrace those feelings and wanted to confirm what I thought I already knew, thought I already knew and it was not correct and it turned out I like men just as much as I like women so I am bisexual that's good man thank you buddy like that's that it seemed like it was a, a weight off your chest right there it really was yeah <laughs> it really was I uh, glad I figured that out it was always something in the back of my mind and never f felt fully comfortable understanding. Um, but I'm glad I do it. It, it. Being bisexual is definitely complicated because, you know, when you're, I assume when you're straight, um, you know, you just know. And then when you're gay, you just know. And, you know, when you got both back and go back and forth, you know. 
it's, oh. it makes it a little bit more difficult to figure it all out. I got you. I don't know, man. I think that like everybody on both sides has a, had to question at some point. Absolutely, board. yeah. Like I remember, I was watching like when I was a kid. I was like, I don't know, am I gay? And I was watching this show on HBO and it had two dudes kissing each other, and I was like. This does nothing for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, okay, there's my answer. Yeah, you know, yeah. but like, I, but also I've realized I'm terrible at rating men. Like, I'll see a dude and I'll be like, that's a hot guy. And people will be like, that, that's just some guy. What do you mean? And I see a hot guy, I'm like, that's just some guy. And they're like, it's the hottest man on earth. I just, I don't see it. I get Jason yeah. Momoa. I get Jason <laughs> Like, that dude is just like, you know. He needs a haircut. Uh, oh, God. No, he has to, like, For me, you need to look like like a 1940s GI vet. You know, shaved, short hair, shaved beard, you know. You know, kind of dressed like the grandparents, you know. Like, that's, that's for me. I don't like the long hair, like these hippies. Who do they think they are, you know, growing their hair out, acting silly with their pot, and children. Just, they're acting like children. Just not for me. Aria, <laughs> you say something. Okay, um, yeah, I think everyone on both sides has questioned it at some point. Um, I mean, I've watched lesbian porn, and I enjoy nice. it. So. Nice. But I've been with girls, and I didn't like that, so I don't know. Maybe nice. I'm the one on the Kinsey scale. Everyone, everyone does question it, I think. Nice. Would you guys do a threesome? No. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't roll like that. I'm a, I'm a very monogamous person. So I guess that's a no. <laughs> would you do a threesome? <laughs> I would do it for the meme. Not because I actually want to. I would do it just to say, so I can say I did it. I don't know if that's really a meme. <laughs> like, I would do it for the meme. She said it to me the other day. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I would, yeah, I mean, you never heard that phrase? Yeah, I would do it for the meme. Do it, yeah, that, that would be like a joke, though. It would be like, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's this. like a it's like a bucket list item. Like you do it just to check off the bucket list. No, I got like, you. you know, I'm just saying. What you're saying. I just don't think it was the right phrase like, for it. You know, like meme. Like I don't know. I don't think. I, I've heard that saying before. I would do it for the meme because it's just like a funny little story you can tell. You know, when you're on your deathbed, you can be like, oh, I had sex with two guys at the yeah, same time. I'm that sure was your fun. Right. Right. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> By the way, how long have y'all been together? Three uh, months. Yeah, three months. Three uh, months. We were really close friends prior to that for a yeah. long time. Very, very close friends. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys also. How how soon into you guys dating did you move in with each other? Oh yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> a month. <laughs> <laughs> That was really fast, man. Like, what? Like, do you have an exit strategy? <laughs> like, not to say that like you guys aren't gonna be like, you gotta always like. It's uh, definitely crossed my mind, but you know, it's uh, we've we've had a lot of tough conversations and like a lot of work in it, and you know, we both gave each other, you know, if we don't want to do this, you don't have to do it, you know. Um, it was more circumstantial, like why we moved in together, you know, like we were just friends and. We weren't in a relationship, and we were really close friends, so we were just going to live together. I needed a place to live, and then, like, we started dating, and then I kind of went to her, and, and we kind of had a tough discussion. Like, do we want to move in with each other? Do we want to, like, not do it? Um, do we think it's going to be a problem? Do we not think it's going to be a problem? We both kind of agreed, well, you know, it's going to be something that we're going to have to deal with eventually. Um, and 
we've both been pretty very happy. Well, I, I have been very happy. I can't speak too much for Aria, but um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been it worked out. I've been very happy. So I don't recommend it, but it's something you got to deal with. And like, if you just a lot of honest communication and just really got to work at it, you know, Respect every relationship, that, relationship's got its uh, ins and outs and problems and issues, and you just gotta take them head on and be make make sure the person you're moving in with, you know. Can you do it? Can you not do it? And I know I can do it with Aria. That's it good. It's hard work. Yeah. Aria, your thoughts? Sure. Okay, so <laughs> we got a long thought out answer. <laughs> and My relationship. One, one word response. Really, really know how to do a podcast here. Right? <laughs> really kicking ass on that front. <laughs> no, I'm very happy and I'm glad we moved in together. That's good. Uh... Okay, Tim, here's a fun one. Okay. How many first dates have you been on? Not much. Women do not like me. Well, I didn't say with women. <laughs> I don't really date men. Uh, take that as you want. I've been nice. on lots of meeting up with men. Um, nice. Yeah, nice, right? And But, no, not much first dates with women, and they usually don't go well. Uh, women don't really like me that much. Pretty loudmouth and obnoxious. Um, but... With guys, I don't. I wasn't really. It was so recent. There wasn't much time between me coming out bisexual and then me dating Aria, and um, so I wasn't really in that period of time looking for a relationship. Um, so there wasn't really much dates with guys per se, and it was more of just like hooking up with guys, and I didn't really like that. But girl-wise, maybe like three or four. I haven't dated much girls. Much I got you. I got you, man. Mm-hmm. That's like, man, you're really doing these well thought out answers that I really can't make any jokes about. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of killing my vibe. I know. He's supposed to be the comic relief over here, and you're just like telling all these sad stories. It's not sad. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. You're asking the question. No, I know, but that's not sad. Like what he just said. Like yeah, I guess it just. Is. A, I can't get girls. I'm just like... That is is exactly what you said. (laughs) And yeah, that is pretty sad. And also him being being like, yeah, I just like had sex with a bunch of dudes. And that was pretty cool. And I was like, you know what? I'm not about this anymore. (laughs) And then he found you. Yeah. Like how soon after that was it? It was a few months in between. A Um, few months? Yeah, I would say so. It was like three or four months, I think. Yeah, definitely about at least three months. Okay, Tim's just giving a big wink when he says that. <laughs> Aria looks pissed off. I just, like, <laughs> uh, the joys of podcasting. You can see the faces. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you got to bang it out for dude with yeah. dudes for three months, so you got you got to experiment a little. Yeah, bit. I want everybody to know the reason why I was with women was a hundred percent my fault. Uh, I drank a ton of alcohol in my life. I don't drink anymore. And that causes problems in your dating world. So, you know, like, if you're drinking too much and you're listening, you know, like the five year listeners out there, you know, if you're one of you, you're drinking too much, you know, put the bottle down, bud. Uh, yeah, don't feel sorry for me if you're listening to me. Uh, it's not that sad. I did it 100% to myself. I, I don't understand what drinking too much has to do with wanting to sleep with women. Well, like, it seems like you, you make an like... ass of yourself every time you drink too much, and that's not attractive to women. Oh, I and see. You what prioritize I'm drinking over everything else. Uh, yeah, it causes problems. It's a. Uh... 
He's saying the reason he couldn't get girls is because he was a drunken fool. Yeah, that's gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And so you said how many relationships have you had? I've had three relationships. One was like maybe like a month, month and a half with a girl, and then I dated a girl prior to Aria for five years, and Ari and I have been currently dating for three months. Nice. Yeah. So, so I definitely have dating experience. Yeah. Um, and I started dating this girl after I stopped drinking, so you know, I definitely made to made a big turnaround after he stopped drinking. So that's good, man. I'm very yeah. I'm proud of you. Yep. I haven't drank in five years. Dang. Yep. So it I've can be done. Drank in about five. No. Nope. <laughs> Two days. <laughs> You're on the road, kid. So listen, man, I'm, I'm on it, but also I don't drink that much. So. You definitely don't. I give you that. I, I respect the fact that you do not drink very much. It makes life a lot easier when you do that. It does, but, you know, I'm addicted to other things. Yeah. Like, you know, drinking the stuff that's under the sink. Who was? Yeah, who was. <laughs> How many years have you been dating? Define, like, trying to be with a girl? Yeah. Yeah. When do men normally go through puberty? <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, when was your first kiss? Uh, eighth grade, so I was 14 years old. Hannah Kennedy. Oh, I probably shouldn't say her name. <laughs> you didn't say her. Hannah Kennedy. You said Blana <laughs> Blanity. So you the same name as your ex? Uh, no, because my ex had no H at the end, and Hannah Kennedy had an H at the end. That's the same name, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. You well, wouldn't be like... You wouldn't be like, well, oh, there, I'm going to be pissed off and say her name without the age. <laughs> Hannah! <laughs> Not Hannah! <laughs> uh, yeah. She had braces. I just got my braces off. I'll never forget. That moonlit night. And then she didn't want to do anything else with me after that. Well, if you were in eighth grade, it would be weird if she did. Yeah. Right? But also, you'd be kind of a boss. I lost my virginity when I was 18, so or 17. It was like a month before I turned 18. Yeah, me too. 18. Me too. With yeah. a girl. <laughs> I don't, like, that was also, like, one of, not my first kiss. Like, top, like, first, like, three, maybe. <laughs> so, but also the way I lost my virginity was weird. It was just with a girl I knew, and she just said, hey, I'm going to take that from you. And I said, oh, that. Nice. That's the whole story. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole other thing. I need to get this. Sorry about that. I was getting a call wishing me a happy birthday on a day that's not my birthday. But well, yes, ladies, I do have a birthday. Just want you to know that. I know it's a very attractive trait in a man, but <laughs> not everybody has one. I get one a year. I too was born. <laughs> <laughs> Don't roll me out. <laughs> so let me ask, when you were dating, did you uh, use dating apps? I have. I have used dating apps. I um, am, I do actually think that they are very beneficial to society. Believe it or not, I really do. I'm a very small minority. I do think that dating outside of the apps is always going to be the superior th way of doing it. But I do think dating apps are a good thing that has happened to society, believe it or not. Elaborate. Okay. So, I just think that, in a way... Dating apps are just going to kind of be the future anyway. I think it's not going to not stop. Um, I just think to a certain degree, it kind of works in weird ways in the sense that like, I don't know. When, okay, so like if you're not a great looking guy or like or not a great looking girl or whatever or in general or just like you got issues or problems, like a dating app just kind of like helps you 
with matching with people that will kind of fit what you're looking for or what might be like is good for you in the sense that like you going out to a bar or going to do things like outside of it like it, there's a lot less people there. there's like you know not everybody's looking to date a lot of people are just you know looking for friends and like with a dating app like everybody on there you know is trying to date or trying to be in a relationship or just trying to hook up so like that's not like that awkward situation like okay if i go up to this girl or guy like is does he already have a boyfriend or girlfriend uh, does he already, like, is he just looking for friends? Like, would I be bothering this person? Like, with the, like when you match with someone, like, you know, you find that person attractive. They find you attractive. Um, you probably have stuff in common already. Um, and it gives you a chance to talk to that person beforehand and get to know them without having to, like, physically meet them or get set up on a blind date. Um, and... Just if you have an issue with this person or a red flag comes up or like in the message, you have a very easy, clean way to break away. Like um, it's a lot more, I don't, want, I don't want to say safe in a way, but like it can kind of help. I'm not saying it is like the superior product. Like I really do think like the best way is to like go out, do things that like you're interested in your hobbies so if you like a, you know, like a, if you like to do art, maybe join a group of people, like find people that's similar in hobbies and meet people in person. Like it is, it is always going to be the better way, but like some people it's more difficult than others. And it's nice to know like the person, when you match with somebody, like, you know, they think you're attractive, you know, that like they have, think they've thought about the possibility, maybe even slightly about being in a relationship with you or going on a date with you. Um, and you gives you a chance to just have more exposure to people that are looking for relationships because when you go to a bar, not everybody there is going to be looking for what that, you know, or like, no, I see what you're saying. um, and I'm, like I said, like, I'm not thinking it's like the superior way in a way, like I met Aria in person and I would rather meet her in person, but like I've had good experiences with the apps and I've had bad experiences with it. It's, it's, I just think it's going to be the future no matter what. No, I mean, like, I'm with you that, like, they're going to... They, they exist. Like, we've opened Pandora's box. Exactly, yeah. Gonna, so, like, we can't... We're not going to say that they're, like... Yeah. They're ever going to go away. They never I will, think, yeah. Like, I think I've said this before on here, is that, like, with dating apps, it gives women such a large advantage. Basically, women... All women should be on dating apps because what it does is it gives you the chance to date up. But, you know, guys on dating apps normally end up dating down because they have, because the women have such a large pool to choose from. Absolutely. I agree with that. Whatever they catch. And when I was on dating apps with uh, seeking men, um, I was kind of in the same situation as a girl, like a pretty girl, where like I had a lot of people that I can match with and a lot of people that like liked my profile and like I had to get to pick and choose, which was kind of nice to be on the other end. But that also comes with a slew of problems too and issues and like it it, it it was a nice experience to understand the female perspective. I gotcha. And like I do appreciate the apps for that. And it was definitely like an interesting thing and like you just I like I said, like I just had a lot more sympathy towards women like in their dating field and like it helped me understand a lot more. Like because every guy's kinda wondering on the other end, like well like, well every straight guy is probably wondering on the other end, like you know Unless they look like a freaking New York supermodel, like they're on the other end saying like, oh, I wonder what it's like to be like a hot girl. You get to pick and choose the guys you want to date, blah, 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 like that. You know, and like you think it's all like 
rainbows and and like you can get laid all the time but like you know it comes with problems too you know what i mean like there's so many not quality guys out there like me and you have talked about like that book mate yeah like and i really liked and like by the way if you're listening to this podcast read that book like if you're a man if you're straight gay doesn't matter man read this book it is like a necessity. It's it's the quintessential book. Yeah, like, that's the it's thing. The, the yes, like you must read this book. Is this a pickup artist book? No, no, not at all. Um, it is just it's just, written by somebody that you think would write a pickup pick book. Book, yeah, book. like the two one of the guys that did write it, but like it's just how to be a man. Like that's really what with it dating. Is. Yeah, it's basically about holding yourself accountable. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it doesn't put it on the woman. It's always you, and it's what you can do for yourself to make yourself more yeah valuable as a person. Just Absolutely. As a whole, essentially, like it's like how to make people. It's like how to make yourself attractive, like the normal, natural way, without using manipulative tactics. Yes. Um and. Like one of the best parts of this, and I really think is least the out of one chapter out of all the chapters, I think every guy should read is the one where he tries to get you into perspective of a woman dating, oh, yeah. a straight woman dating, and I was just like, and I can relate to that because like I've dated men and like been on the other end of it, and I was like, yes, like this is this must be taught to all, like every father should pass this book to their son. Yes, and that's like, we've talked about this before. Like it is the really, book is, it's, it's just, incredible. Like it, it, it really lays it out so perfectly. Um, and but what I was saying beforehand relating to the book is that he talks about in the beginning is this is like men are really not taught these things yeah. at all. They really aren't. I don't not know whose all. fault it is. It's probably no one's fault. It's just they get it from television. They get it from porn. They get it from peeps. You know. Uh, just celebrities, I guess, but like yeah. nobody said, like, here is a strategic guide to make you more attractive to women, and how to be successful in relationships once you've been in a relationship, and how to be successful on dates as well. Yeah. It's the best way of doing it without using manipulative tactics. Because no, that's like the that... main thing he harps on is like, don't use manipulative tactics; it doesn't work. Lying and manipulative tactics never work. Yeah, like, and it's just like and that's I think you, as you said. To reiterate on it, you know, that's the thing I think that really makes it stand out is it is not about manipulation, yeah. it's about bettering yourself. So, as a absolutely. Man, and I, yourself who you And I'm glad she be. yeah, and I'm glad she asked that question because like that, that's a very good because like he even addressed it in the book, he's like there really isn't a book out there that kinda yeah. like goes about that. Like like I already said, like is it like a pickup strategy? No, it's not yeah, well, it's really not. And one of the guys that like, wrote it, like the other guy, is uh, a, a, what is it, a dating psychologist. Yeah. Or so, like, he goes into, like, all the nuances and, like, it, where your your caveman brain comes from for these things. Absolutely, yes. And, like, you know, on both sides of it, who, like, and why we find these things attractive mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a mate. Absolutely. Like, the things in which we really value and the reasonings behind it. It's fascinating. The yeah. whole thing is, like, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And then, you know, like, that's, I feel like that's the whole book. It's just me going, why didn't I ever think of it like Absolutely, that? Absolutely, yeah. And the, basically, the moral of the whole book is that, like, it takes a ton of hard work and a lot of self-development of yourself with diet, exercise, um, just experience, yes. just putting yourself out there, learning hobbies, doing the things that like guys don't want to do 
But should. But should. On you top know. of that, though, it's also about putting yourself in the right place. Absolutely. You know? I mean, like, there's a whole thing where it's like, if you're looking for, you know, a specific type of person, you should be going to a specific type of place. And, like, mm-hmm. the values from, like, a lot of the things that they bring up, you know, can be put into other aspects of life. Like, yeah. I, I mean, when I, I was talking to somebody about, you know, trying to find friends, and I was like, well, what have you been doing? Absolutely, like, yeah. Well, I've been going here, and I've been going, just keep on going, and I don't yeah. need anybody from it. And it's like, well, you know, you got to look at it like this. <laughs> if you're fishing in a pond, and you just keep on catching, you know, like, bass... But you're going for trout. I don't know if those are different fish. I hope they are. <laughs> After a year or are two of fishing, that, of fishing that pond, would you think maybe there's no trout in that pond? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. By the way, you're one of your favorite subjects. Can we just talk about how attractive guys are on their dating profiles when they're just holding <laughs> up a fish? <laughs> no. Oh my god, I hate the fish pics. It, like, how do they not know that it's a meme? It's the only picture that most guys t- ha- have taken of them. Yes, That's straight guys. Thing. Let's yes. clarify. Straight, straight guys. Gay guys, guys take a lot of photos. So, yeah. so they know how stupid it's making them look, and they don't care. No, because... It's not it, that they it, know that. It's just they don't have any photos. They don't have any other photos. Right. It's a good photo of most guys. It yeah. shows who they are as a whole. It shows a lot I mean, of things to the male yeah. mind. It shows a lot yeah. of things that they're a successful uh, hunter, you know, they... Yeah. Like, that they're, you know... Yeah. Aria, do women care about whether you can fish or not, or how big your fish is? No. <laughs> about how big your dick is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you see, guys? It does matter. Yeah. All women have been lying when they say it doesn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It depends. What do you mean by size? Do you want a big? Do you want a small? What, what are we working with? I might need to know this one of these days. I mean, I like them small because I'm a small person and I can only... But you're with the wrong much. guy for that, then. <laughs> come on, I had to. I had to oh, defend myself. Come on, now. <laughs> is is? Are you with the wrong guy? Anyway, <laughs> damn. Or is it like you know? Is it like like short but it's fat? <laughs> so chode. A chode. Yeah, chode. But I mean, they're, they're just chodes aren't necessarily the worst thing. It's all about that. You could just tear that shit up. Like, with Let a, me tell like you, it's all about how dick. it's all about the person that it's attached to, and all about how he uses it. No, <laughs> trust me, it's not always about that. You've got a lot of experiences with penises. What? You got a lot of experiences with penises. Let's move past this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the size of the boat; it's the motion of the ocean. I agree with that. As a man with an, as a man so that's saying, been with other men. Hold on, you're saying that if the dude had just no shaft, just the tip of his penis. Yeah, but like, how often does that happen? Oh, <laughs> you said it doesn't matter <laughs> the size of the ship, but the motion of the ocean with that dick. Come on. <laughs> okay, size matters a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. But also, like, you can't be. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a very Porn is very like psycho has a psychological hold over guys to matter about dick size for some reason. It's just yeah, uh, yeah. It's really fucked up the male view on the average size yeah. of the penis. And that goes back to that book where like these guys just guys just don't know. They no, really just don't. Know. Nobody like taught them. Nobody's really wrote decisive books. Like it's different for women to a certain degree. And like I like I said, I don't want to like put an umbrella over all women, but women have the opportunity to have more experience dating um, than a lot of guys can because 
what it's just just they it's just love i don't know like why would you say like would you agree with that like do you think women just have more exposure to dating than guys can yes like what what do you think like the main reason is i don't know how to like articulate it yeah women have more experience but like why because we're women. Well, because women are the ones that are sought after. Like yeah. women are the, the like, yeah. I guess the, that's what I'm trying to say. The target like, that the men go after. Yeah. It's the way in which we're we're designed. On top yeah. of that, also women are more open with talking about sex with one another. Absolutely, yes. Are. It's you know. It's, Absolutely, I agree with that. It's one of those weird things I think that society does, where they're like, no, men are all about sex all yeah. the time. But like our views on sex are mostly just like, yeah, it's a hot chick. Yeah. End of discussion. Oh, shit, yeah. Like. <laughs> That's it. It's all you see her. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. I had a buddy and I was just like, what type of girls are you into? And he was like, what type of girls are you into? So we just started sending porn stars to one another. <laughs> like, that doesn't describe anything. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. It's the best so... is like Arya's face right now, but like, if you're straight, if you're a guy, you know you've done this with another guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the like, thing you do. <laughs> it's like, come on. Like, what, do you not have like male porn stars that you like more than others? I mean, yeah, I do, but I've never talked about it with girls. Like, at girls' nights, we're just like, oh, what's the biggest dick you've ever had? What's the ideal dick size? Like, we talk about all this stuff, Where whereas you you talk about girls that you think are hot, or you talk about whether or not you Goes can, back to experience. Yeah, you talk about whether or not you can pull, but you don't talk about, like, problems you have in bed uh guys don't really talk to each other about that stuff whereas girls do no guys do not no, no they don't and no, no guy will ever say that they suck in bed no guy no, will ever say that nobody will nobody ever will that. ever say that yeah. it's a very dog eat dog world with guys yeah it's about finding the weakness of the other man yeah. and exploiting that's why it. we love shitting on each other yeah it's we live for at i mean i think you live for that oh i do live i for think that. i just put up with it <laughs> <laughs> So here's a fun one. What are some bad date stories? Um, and that's dating dates, not like bad stories about eating dates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Um, I don't know. It's like I said, I haven't gone on much dates. Not to make it sad, but uh, like I've been in serious situations where I was gonna meet up with guys and like the dude looked completely different than his pictures, and it's just like. What do you do? <laughs> You're like, do I pull out? I don't want to be rude, you know? I don't uh, want to be rude, so I just sucked him off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just, I don't know. Like, I've just not, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's, I, uh, this was the question. You, I saw the questions beforehand. This is the one I was really trying to think of something I could give an answer for, and I didn't have much. What about sex stories? Do you have any bad sex stories? Everybody has to have had one or two bad sex stories. That's true. Um, yeah, like, this one guy, like, I met him on the app, he was really good looking, like, he was bisexual too, and I was like, like, cool, like, you know, like, when you're, like, bisexual, like, it's really hard to relate to other people because there's just not much bis bisexual guys out there, like, I, maybe I'm being overgeneralizing, but I've never met another bisexual guy besides this guy, yeah. um, it's usually only girls. No, yeah, and it's like, well, you're... What do you on, think? Yeah, go ahead. You're Sorry. on the fringes of, like... Two yeah. communities. Unities, absolutely. And so you're not fully accepted. Like, I mean, I was mm -hmm. talking about somebody, uh, to somebody about, like, this thing not too long ago. And they were like, it's always, for them, it's the hardest. For bisexuals, yeah. it's the hardest. Because most people in the LGBTQ community are like, well, either, you know, like, like oh, well, you're not really bi. You're yeah. not gay yet. 
Um, and, you know, straight people are actually say the same thing. Yeah. So. And like he, this guy really checked a lot of like he was a really like for me. I'm a I as you can tell I like to talk and like I. This is another reason I actually like dating apps is because if a person sends very small short answers, that probably means they're boring, and I don't do boring. Um, and this guy did not. He would give me nice long paragraphs. Like he gave me good. Like I would ask him questions. He would give me detailed answers. Like he was a really clean cut, nice, like really nice, kind guy. Like my two check boxes is like two main things. Like you got to be able to have very interesting conversations with me, and you need to be very nice. Um, and like that's just should be your rules of life in general. Like with people in general, friends, girlfriends, boyfriend. Rule. Absolutely, those yeah. two things is like the number two, two main things that you should be looking for. Um, and then everything and this guy and he was like on top of that he was attractive too. So like I went over his house and like. It was going really well like he was super nice like and he was super interesting to talk to in person like he had a really nice good job like he had a nice job like he had a nice place i was going somewhere else career path like and he was just checking all the boxes and i was like like damn like i thought you were attractive before like now i think you're even more attractive like you know i can really so what are you doing with her <laughs> that's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting to. Oh my god, he was an awful kisser. Awful, terrible. I, I I know maybe a few straight guys out there, the idea of two guys kissing might still gross you out. There's nothing wrong with that if you feel that way. But um, he was just terrible, like like middle school level bad. Like I wanted to he tell him so badly. A lot of middle, middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like okay, like what I meant was that like. When you're in middle school, high school, and you don't have much experience kissing people, like, you're going to fucking suck at that. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what to do. Like, porn is not a good example of kissing as well. Because porn is just well, like... Also, movies aren't a good example of kissing. I feel like they always kiss, like, the dude kisses the top of her mouth. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that, too. It's like, Weird. I don't know why they do, do that. that yeah. It doesn't make... It's like... Or, like, they'll stay in the same make-out position. Yeah, like, or, like... It's weird. Like, have you ever watched a movie and they were, like, smoking a bong? They never, like, cleared the Yeah. Tenders. It's like, why... 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 Like, why not? Why don't you do things okay, the so right way? it's not actually real weed that they put in there. Yeah. It's, like, that fake shit. So, like, they have, like, fake movie weed, and it's, like, apparently awful. Because I, like, watched some interview with Seth Rogen or somebody like that, and they said, like, that's the reason why, like, they never clear, because it's just so fucking nasty. Oh. Like, they don't want to take a fucking full-on hit of it. Gotcha. Because, um, dude, but that happens in everything. The only time I've ever seen it done right was Ted, where he hits it, puts his hand on top of it, blows it out, and then hits it again. I was like, yeah, that's the strategy. That's, but that's a good that was strategy. also a computer-animated teddy bear, so, you know, he probably What? <laughs> That wasn't no. real? <laughs> I thought that was a documentary. It sounds coincidentally like Peter Griffin. <laughs> this is blowing my mind. Um, I thought that, that they just took the yeah. voice box of Peter Griffin. Yeah. But back Holy to the story. Shit. He was just awful kisser. Um, and it was just turning me off so much. And I'm like, dude, like, come on. You were like chick- nailing it. And then, you know, you're just going to do this on me? I was like, and... Just the just got worse after that. I'll spare people the details, but he wasn't good at anything else, and I was just like, "Ooh." Did he at least have a big member? Yeah, he did. He had a decent size. It was a good size. Definitely good size. Can I ask you something? Do you like big or small penises? That was not my question. Go ahead. Are you a top or a bottom? Uh, it. I like uh, versatile. I guess. Your switch hitter. Yeah, it can okay, be. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I mean, you're a switch hitter on both, both feel fronts. Good. Yeah. That's 
But you're you know, a power it's like, you bottom, know, you, right? What? You're a power bottom, right? Sure. Okay, come on. <laughs> come on, you're my boy. I just want to make sure that you're in charge, you know, for everything. Yeah, sure. I like to, you know, I uh, I like to be, like, kind of, like, I don't know how, I don't want to say it like this, but, like, because you already called me a fucking beta earlier today. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, I like to be the girl in the relationship, you know? I don't know, with the guy. I don't know, that's just the way I, I am. got you. It makes sense. I'm okay with that. It's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but to answer Aria's question, um, I don't like it too big. I've been with guys with big dicks. It kind of hurts. Like, I, I relate to women on that. It hurts. I agree. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, 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 it's Porn's just making that shit up. It hurts. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the better. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite opening line or pickup line on Bumble or any dating apps you've been on? Okay. So I've heard a lot from guys. Um, I really hate hey. Just, okay. I want to break this down because this is a great question to go on this explanation to all guys out there. Like, you are one in a million, especially on a dating app. Like, girls have, like, 50 dudes lined up, like, and you need to be that dude that sends that message that makes that girl be like, oh, that's that's a good, you know, good way to start off the conversation. And it's not easy. I'm not going to lie. It's never easy, like, uh, to start it off. But I really like clever, like, funny jokes. And they can even be fucking cheesy, like, to be completely honest. Just what's going to make you stand out from everybody else, like, in a good crate? Don't come off creepy. Don't come off uh, boring, because nobody wants to be with a boring person, whether they're boring or not. So I like jokes. I like, um, I, I honestly like compliments, like a quality compliment, not like, oh my God, you're so cute. Like, I want you to tell me something that like, like, okay, you look in my pictures or you read my profile and you're like, wow, like that's really cool that you do, you're really, you're a ve like I'm vegan. So, like, people will say, like, oh, that's really cool, like, you're vegan, like, what's your favorite thing to make? Like, that'll make me want to respond to you so um, and make me interested in wanting to engage in a conversation with you because, like I said, when it comes down to it, I have two rules. You've got to be nice and you've got to be interesting and you've got to be able to have conversations. And, like, I've read this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and, like, people want to talk about themselves. Like, that's one of the main points of the whole book is, like, let people talk about themselves so, like, I want the opportunity to talk about myself so, like, then we can engage in a conversation. But, uh, I just don't want, hey, I don't want, you're cute, you know. Yeah. I appreciate a compliment. And, like, don't get me wrong. If you're really, really attractive, I'll probably answer you. But if you're born, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter how attractive you are. Like, I'm going to probably cut you off, you know, because I just... Boring is not fun. So you, so I can say hey is <laughs> Absolutely, Trace. Okay. Absolutely, Trace. sure that's the case. <laughs> I moved down here and I was like, oh, this is completely different. I can't just say what's up. Because, you know, I did say before, I'd be a Florida 4, but I'm a Texas 10. <laughs> that's the damn truth, man. They don't yeah. care about your weight in Texas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's the best or worst conversation you've had on a dating app? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so, like, worst conversations, I usually don't even, like, get to that point because if you're just bored, you're, you're done. Or if you're going to sexualize me, we're done. I'm not going to, you know, I don't like to be, as much as I love sex, uh, just like every other human being on this earth, I don't want to that to be our main conversation on anything but Grindr. Because Grindr, that's, like, the only place that's acceptable. Like, it's acceptable to do that on Grindr. 
Um, but like if I'm on Tinder and like it's a little bit different from my perspective on the LGBTQ community because like when you're straight, you can go to a bar and go to these things and you know, the majority of the population is straight, but when you're gay, it's such a small community and it's hard to meet other people that are not only LGBTQ, but also looking for a relationship or looking for dating or looking to hook up. So like you kind of, the apps greatly help with that. So like that's another angle I think like the apps can help. Um, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> Best or worst convo on a date again? Um, just good conversations is just like people that really, like I wish I could give specific answers, but like, People that read your profile and ask about specific Yes, answers. absolutely. And give good, nice, long answers. Like, another a good test for me that I've learned is if I say, how are you or how was your day, if they just respond with good, like, I'm like, okay, like, come on, give me more. Or they're like, tell me about their day, like, what was interesting about it. Like, that's a good sign for me. Um, and I just like people that, like, don't start arguments with me because, like, when you're vegan, like, and, and the gay community especially, like, these guys take exercise and dieting very seriously because, like, your image is, a, like, it means a lot to them. And I understand that, like, because you're trying to impress other guys and other guys know what's attractive in a guy, like, to a certain degree, like, being really fit and being, like, because, like, every guy knows, like, you think, like, when you work out a lot and you diet and exercise and you start, like, making real gains, you look good. Like, the only people that are complimenting you are other guys. Like, dude, like... What are you benching? Like, what's your workout plan? Like, no girls going up to you like, oh my God, like, what are you benching? Like, and so they like to engage me about my diet and tell me that it's inferior and that drives me crazy. So So those are like one of the worst conversations. So you're vegan, huh? Where do you get your protein? Want me to give you some? (laughs) Did you get that? Yeah, I got it. Like, I'm ignoring it. <laughs> like, did you get that? Like, did yes, you that, that was a you? very common question. And like, dude, I'm looking to like bang, not talk about my fucking life choices. You know what I mean? Like, I will. I appreciate people that like. So bad conversations, I would definitely say, are the ones where the guys try to argue about my diet with me or talk about the way I dress, like because maybe because like I I'll wear more straight clothes, straight people clothes, which are like baggier clothes or less fitting clothes. And they like to talk about that with me. Like, oh, you would look so much better. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I made my choices. I look the way I look and I make my diet. You know what I mean? If you want to have a meaningful discussion with me, not an argument. And can we just take a moment to recognize that you wore the clothes that I tell you I hate? Yeah, I know. (laughs) And I wear gay clothes now, so I mean... I'm more confident well, when that, gay clothes. That made but... me sound super homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> so just... they peer pressured you into changing your appearance. <laughs> no, I peer pressured myself into doing it. And I'm a lot more comfortable in the clothes. I've always kind of wanted to wear these clothes. And I kind of grew up with hand-me-down clothes and not nice clothes. And now I'm in a better financial position. So I went out and bought the clothes I wanted to wear. I've yeah. always wanted to wear these clothes. And now I do. And I'm very happy. Um, Sure, they didn't bully me into it. I just wanted to do it. Like, when they told me bit. that okay. I'd be cool if I'd do it, <laughs> I was like, I always wanted to be okay. cool. <laughs> um, so best conversations are definitely like, I learned something new. Like somebody has a passion or a hobby and I ask them about that and they tell me like why they're passionate about that. Um, I'm really like passionate about helping people and like I used to be a school teacher so like working with kids and like doing things like that definitely is a big like interest for me so like those are really good conversations i've had with people and like really engaged and like and you could talk about the most random obscure hobby 
for me like you could be into knitting and I as long as you're passionate about it interesting you could talk about it and like I see you have a drive for it like I will think that's a good conversation I will enjoy that like that means a lot and like sure there's better hobbies than others and there's some that I would be more interested in like than that but like I'm saying like that really like I really want like people to know that like it really does take you far like be interesting like have things to talk about do some do a hobby that requires skill and involves getting better at it that is good advice for people who are dating talk about things you're passionate about it's sexy yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that like getting pussy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like I said, just, there's definitely better hobbies than others that attract women, though. I will say there's some that are good, and then there's some that are a lot better. And read Mate if you want to get better ideas of that. How soon until you're comfortable being asked out or asking someone out on a dating app? Um, it depends, but I don't mind it being right away, to be completely honest, because I'm a very face-to-face person so on a dating app like doesn't never really happens for me nobody really wants to meet up first it's fine I understand it's a safety concern for a lot of people especially with women I completely understand um and I understand like you wanted to get to know people but that's why I was asking out to the police station so we get our backgrounds checked it's a very safe date (laughs) 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 what is it though uh, but it it depends, but I don't mind it in the beginning. It, it really depends, and I'm usually not the person to ask. With girls, it's different, but I don't really like using dating apps with girls. I really only like using them with guys, um, and I usually like to be the guy that gets asked out. Um, it's just the way it is. I know you my, never got to be the hot girl at the party. Absolutely, and you were. But I'm not gonna sit here and brag about myself. You know, I'm all right looking, but. Um, I don't mind. I, I think it does matter about timing, though. And, like, I like people that, like, will be talking about something. Like, I'll give you a great example of this guy. He, we were talking, having a really good, interesting conversation. He messaged me first. He was a really attractive guy. Um, and he, we were talking about, like, going, I was like, oh, I've never been to Miami. Like, I really like, you know, art. I like to see, like, I love to go to the museums there. And he kind of, like, did a really smooth move. He's like, oh, like, well, maybe I'll have to show you around because he, like, lived in the Fort Lauderdale area. So I was like, see, like, that's a great way. Like, smooth, like, worked his way into it. Like, it wasn't just kind of awkward. But, like, also just, like, if the conversation's going well, just, like, I'm probably going to say yes. You know what I mean? Like, shoot your shot. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm interested in you, you, you know. And, like, but I appreciate people putting effort into it and being smooth. And then, like, if it doesn't land, it might be a funny story. You know what I mean? Like, it might be... Got you. You know what I mean? Like, shoot your shot, honestly, but... You hear that, ladies and gentlemen, just ask Tim out. (laughs) (laughs) But you you don't even have to be good looking. Just be nice and have a good conversation. Just go up to Tim, regardless of if he's with Arya or not, (laughs) and ask his ass out. He'll say yes. <laughs> as long as you're interesting. And what's the other thing? Uh, you got to be nice. And nice. <laughs> so be like, hey there, look at my gold medal. And if you're not you're sure, handsome. And also, if you're not sure about that, 
you need to be sure that you have those two. That's like a bare minimum, you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll I, take you a lot farther than attractiveness will, in my honest opinion. Yeah, and I think you're right about that. I think everybody thinks that they're nice, and I think that everybody like, thinks that. How real? How nice are you really? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like everybody thinks they're interesting. But yes. Like I've seen people's dating profiles where it said. Exactly. Like, ooh, I, my favorite thing is the movies and food. Exactly. And it's like, that's not things that you should put. And I think this is a great way to test this is like, okay, if somebody asks you on, if you're talking to a super hot girl on a dating profile, a super hot guy on a dating app, and they say, how are you doing today? How would you respond? Are you going to give like a one short answer? Or are you going to be able to articulate yourself and give a good answer and be able to express yourself even with the most mundane, boring questions. That's just my personal opinion. Like, that's a good, really good filter for me. Because, like, if you can't answer, if you can't be interesting, then that's tough. See, that reminds me. I have a question for Aria. Yes. Okay, I've been trying this on dating apps. Is this a good or a bad opening line? What is something that's coming up in your life that excites you? I like that. That's I like that, too, actually. Right? Yeah. I really, that's a good one because it goes back to getting people to talk about themselves. Yeah, I've not been getting responses on that one. I was super confused. That's a really good one, actually. I'm You're one in a million. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, that's and it's <laughs> also, I want to go back to that, too, really quickly, for those guys that are wondering why that girl's not messaging you back, even though you matched with them. They're probably talking to, like, three dudes already, and, like, taking on another person is just so overwhelming, and, like, if you match with this person before you started talking to these two or three other people... And you're, you know, like maybe like this guy will stop talking to you, and you can start talking to him. It, it, it. Don't take it personally. I would say it's like the girl, take it as a flattery. Girl thought you were attractive. Maybe something was there, but you're just not. Wrong the, place. Right. It really wrong is place at the wrong, wrong time. time. Yeah. yeah. And I feel bad. Like on the other end, you feel bad because you're like, oh, am I leading this person on? But you know what I mean. It's it. But that's the thing. That's the name of the game. Yeah. It's life, guys. Sorry. You're yeah, one in a million, so make yourself more interesting than everybody else in good ways, in non-manipulative ways. Or be manipulative, you know. The choice is yours. You can be evil if you want. I yeah, feel like everybody wants to be good. It's just if you want to like, be like Dennis Reynolds and go fucking ahead, see how well that works out in the show. I mean, he, he had a lot of sex. Yeah, but in the end... <laughs> I don't know. Was it worth it? It's always worth it. <laughs> When you were single, what's what was your favorite thing about dating and being single? Man, Arya's just in on these questions, just firing them away. The so, best interviewer. Like, what was my, like, so what was my favorite thing about like when I was single about like dating or just like being single in general? Uh, both. Okay, so being single in general, it's kind of just like, it's one of those things you don't realize until after you're not single. It's like that time you get to figure out yourself and just like do your own thing, um, and like. It's hard because on one hand you're like lonely and you're like, man, I'm not getting laid. This sucks. You know, like, is there something wrong with me? Like, are people not attracting me? Or like, sometimes with me with like guys, it's like, are guys just trying to use me for sex? Like, you know, like, and that's another like goes back to perspective of women as well. Like, um, but like at the other end, like it gives you time to figure out yourself. You know, you're like, okay, like maybe things aren't working. Like, what do I need to do differently? Uh, and you're like, okay, you know what I mean? Like. Life, I the life. If I want to move, like moving is a great thing. Like when you're single, like you can just get up and go, and like you're responsible for yourself, and you take a hundred percent responsibility for yourself. And like when you're in a relationship, it's two, not one. 
and like your actions and affect the other person. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I really enjoy, I prefer to be in a relationship than being single, but getting time to develop yourself is really important. And then I think it's and it goes back to the what excites you about dating when you're single too is like the chances of possibilities, like keeping your options open. And for me, it was nice to be with guys and like feel wanted, um, and like be the one that's being chased after. And like I know that's tough for straight guys to relate to, so like it's understandable. Like, and it's sorry you're on the other end and you're not going to be. Well, on for my- you straight boys that have experienced that, right on, right, right on. on. Yeah, Respect. you're probably like modeling in New York City right now or acting in LA. So or, like, or you know, you. <laughs> you could just be a normal dude that just is amazingly charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. I've, yeah. I've met a lot of different dudes. Yeah, um, absolutely. I agree with that. But I think it's just exciting to meet new people and, like, to just the hunt is fun, you know. It is a fun It's a fun game. Yeah. It's better when you're already in a relationship and you get to look back on oh, it. But, 100%. like, when you're in it, it's like very, it can be very frustrating. That's so. most things, though. Absolutely, absolutely. Looking like, back on it, yeah. Like, the majority of your best stories are from times when you're like, what the fuck is going oh, on? Yeah. Because <laughs> you got a fresh mind about it. You yeah, know what I mean? like, when things are going right, you don't really get to go and be like, oh, there was this one time we went to the store and everything was <laughs> on sale. And then I was like, it's going to be $80 and it was like 30 it was yeah. wild like that's not a story yeah. this is a good thing that happened and the one last thing I think is nice about being single is like once you're in a relationship it helps you appreciate how much you enjoyed the relationship because like you I know it sounds weird but like when you think about all the things that suck about being single it's like ah oh, like nice like I'm in a relationship like I don't have to you know like deal with these kind of issues like I'm glad that I found the person I really like enjoy being with um, and I'm not in that period of my life, so like it kind of makes you give you kind of a perspective on it. Yeah. Like yeah, like and, and it's like a positive. Like the negative aspects of it should you should have the aspect of like it should motivate you to find the person you want to be with, find that person you really connect with, that best that best friend you have that you can have a ten hour conversation with in one day. You know, that that means a lot. Yeah, I get it. You're still looking for that. his requirements were someone nice and can have good conversation and he's with me and i am not nice and i don't talk so (laughs) that's why she hosts a podcast (laughs) (laughs) no stand-up comedy too (laughs) (laughs) she just goes up there and says nothing it just is an asshole Someone, it's funny. <laughs> I thought her glass ceiling was going to be because she was a woman. It's actually because she doesn't talk. So. <laughs> she does talk. There was one day we had a 10-hour conversation, so she checked that box. We, we, we talk a lot. Okay, but like, how much of that conversation was you? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot, but you know. <laughs> Nine hours out of the ten. <laughs> no, I'm a very self-centered person, so. It's <laughs> a silence in there as well. All right, she's a good listener. How about that? <laughs> well, you don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> she gave the impression of it. <laughs> she just knows how to smile and nod. Yeah. Smile and nod. Yeah. Exactly. What was your least favorite thing about being single and dating? Oh my goodness, being lonely. Come on, we're not going to sit around. Every guy feels that way, every girl feels that way. Being lonely sucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And then you, and not to hate on the people that are in relationships and they're like so happy, you're like, yeah, fuck your happiness. I'm miserable over here. Let me be yeah, miserable. I don't, I've never <laughs> thought of it like that, but okay. I don't know. To a certain degree. I mean, like I said, like, you do, I don't, I don't try to have that, that feeling. Um, anymore like when i was single before i started dating aria i tried to not like it would happen like i felt lonely um 
especially coming out of a five-year relationship, it was like, it, it, it hit deeper, definitely hit deeper. Um, but like, I would definitely say being lonely sucks. And like, you know, like, sometimes like, you would just get, I don't know, bitter is not a good way, but like jealous to a certain degree, envious of other couples. You're like, you know, that's really, not like saying, oh, fuck you guys for being happy. It's kind of like, oh, I wish I could have that, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, jealous, but... Jealous is not... It's too Jealous is too strong of an emotion to say. Yeah, I mean, it's like and a... A little bit of envy. Yeah, I think envy is a good word for yeah. it, where you're just like, I want that. Um, and then definitely... Dating can definitely take a toll on you. Um, yeah. It's just tough. And, like, rejection and rejecting other people is tough, too. Because, like, for me especially, like, I'm trying to be a very nice person that makes everybody like them. And, like... I'm a people pleaser and like it's something I'm working on it's like hard for me to be like no I don't want to talk to you anymore like no like you crossed the you know if yeah and that was like frustrating about it or like you really hitting it off with the person and then they stop talking to you randomly and like that's like the bad side of dating apps too it's like but even though that happens in real life too but yeah. um, definitely those two answers I would definitely say okay but that should motivate you <laughs> like that should be motivation for people like there is someone out there for you. Like you just gotta, you gotta work the system. And like read this book, Mate, and it'll help a lot. Read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Road Less Travel. Read books. Exercise and diet. You know there's more of this podcast. We're not <laughs> like gonna end it on you real quick. I know. You, it seems like every time you're trying to like add a bunch <laughs> of words to the end, you're like, and another thing before you cut me off. Like, wait, this I'm not done with my thoughts. This isn't tape. Like, we well, can do this indefinitely. Trace, I'm telling you, if we reach 10 hours, I might consider asking you out. <laughs> uh, I have more requirements than <laughs> interesting, so I, I'll say no. <laughs> oh, man. What was the most romantic gesture you've done or received? Uh, Can't say a blowjob. Unless it was a very romantic blowjob. Um, okay. Definitely, definitely will say Arya. She's definitely hit the romantic notes pretty well. Oh, it was me. I was, I was not expecting that. Like. Well, I, I, mean, I might just have something to say about the people he's dated in the past. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily no, a big thing no, for you. I don't do anything romantic, so I wasn't liar, expecting liar, that. Liar, liar, liar. Why you always, why you always got to do that? You do very romantic things. You do, you do, do a good you. job. I give you props. You've never done anything romantic for me. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Kate. Arya does a really great job of, like, listening and acting on that. Um, and, like, it'll be very small things. Like, I'm really into cooking. Um, so, you know, I you know I was just, I talked to her, like, oh, man, like, I, I was looking at aprons. Like, maybe I should get an apron, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I came home and Arya had an apron, like, bought for me. Like, don't worry about it. I got you an apron. I, you know, like, that's romantic to me. Like, she wrote me this letter, like, telling me, like a really passionate like kind love like I don't want to say love letter but it was like a really sweet letter that meant a lot to me like without me like asking for it she just did it and like that's really romantic for me like that is what relationships are all about is like doing things for other people like they're hard work they really are like gotta treat it like a job and like appreciate the person all the time like because you enjoy you enjoy that person, and that's what life is all about. Um, 
So definitely, that is like my form of romantic, but romantic gesture-wise, I don't know. I don't think, I can't think of anything. Apparently, getting an apron. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what you were saying it was. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's no, like, like, we came home and she had, like, roses and dinner, you know, like. Why haven't you done that for her? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be very sweet of you to do. Have you done that for her? Uh, yeah, to a certain degree. Has yeah. she done that for you? I can't think of any, like, time that, like, we're both really cheap people, so, like, yeah. we get mad at each other if we spend money on each other. Like, that's... So you can go we have to unhealthy the, relationships. the trash can of a florist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, there's been times where she's texting me, and she's like, oh, like, I found this nice park. Like, we should go for a walk. And, like, or I've done that, like, oh, I'd like to eat dinner with you at the beach or something like that. And the perks of living at the beach. Um, so, yeah, but... It's the most romantic place, the beach. Yeah. Maybe the bedroom, that, like a little bit more. You that know? and the base of the Eiffel Tower, because it looks like a giant penis. But what if you have like, what if you have a fear of heights though? Then no, it's not that's why I said the base. The base, yeah. It's not the top. The, it's that's the base. <laughs> yeah, you got that wide base. <laughs> <laughs> got that s- space needle. <laughs> <laughs> Washington Monument. <laughs> what is the funniest or weirdest way you have slept with someone or gotten them to sleep with you? Uh, still waiting for that moment. Well, I tricked Ari into a relationship with me. So <laughs> <not>. <laughs> How'd you do that? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, I was really. I didn't I, think you were I gonna was, follow up on that. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody implied it was. <laughs> listeners out there, it was a joke. <laughs> I, I okay, mean, uh, I to cut that out. <laughs> um, so like the funniest way, um, uh. I, funny is like it. I'm trying to think. I mean, oh yeah, well definitely the way like we started talking and being friends. Definitely we were just talking about like awkward dating situations and like and that was just like great for me and her. We were just laughing our heads off, just telling like bad dating situations and like awkward situations we've been in. Like, um, and she's she's got some good stories, so she definitely had me rolling. Um, so definitely something like yeah. So I'd say that. Yeah, that's how we became friends, talking about our dating fails. Yep. And mating tale. Wait, no. <laughs> so please, she does talk. She does talk. You just got to get her on a subject she wants to talk about, <laughs> and that's why she made a whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Look about at her, her favorite fucking just subject. Letting out her gift of gap yeah, today, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> answering all the questions. Yeah, you thought Tim was going to be the punching bag today. Yeah. Little did you know <laughs> it's going to be you. <laughs> yeah, the table. Oh, have the turns table. Ooh, the turntables. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> what was your most awkward sexual encounter? Uh. The dude with the bad kissing was definitely up there. Sorry if you're listening. If you somehow <laughs> stumble upon this podcast, you know who you are. Um, yeah, Brian. And then <laughs> I don't even remember his name to be completely honest. Yeah, it was kind of one of those. Lucky like, oh, I'm gonna push that to the back of my head. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, I've had experiences where the dude came over and he looked nothing like his picture. So I was like, come on, come Did on. Did you still have sex with him? I tried to make it work. <laughs> of course you did. So you gave him a blowy and told him to put the kick rocks? Wow, okay. Well, so I don't want to be I, rude, so I'll just say goodbye. <laughs> Guys, apparently you might be able to get laid if you just lie. <laughs> Everything that Tim said all night has just not been the truth, apparently. Uh, no, he was a good... I mean, he was an interesting person. It just, like... 
his pictures just wasn't what he looked like. Or I don't know if they're old photos or they're edited or something. I don't know. There was uh, no communication after that. Um, and then like with the other guy, like you know, he just just was a bad kisser and he was just not good at other stuff in that department. Um, and then he just it just killed it. Like he was a very attractive, really probably one of the most interesting people I talked to on on Tinder, hands down. Gotcha. Really cool guy, like something I had a lot in common, and it just killed him. So if you're bad at kissing and you know it, you got to work on it. I don't know, make out with yourself in the mirror or something. I don't know. I don't think that's a. Don't do that. <laughs> don't ever do that. That's, that's terrible advice. That's that's a. It, that's like licking metal. Don't do that. Like kiss your dog before you do that. <laughs> don't do that either. That's gross. Watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah, go on to I mean, Pornhub and Google how to kiss. Dude, but seriously, there is like a ton of videos on porn sites that like will actually help you. Yeah, like, it's like kind of ironic. Um, I, mean, I, I don't know. People really have to put down their barriers and be like, man, I really suck yeah. at this. I need to go on Google and search it. Tim, did we ask you this already? What is your body count? Uh, I've never killed anybody, so zero. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> more like... Uh, eight. Guys and girls. Guys and girls? Yeah, but that is only if, like, there was intercourse. I've had sexual experiences where there was no intercourse involved, and I don't count that in my body well, count. Well, let's, let's say with those involved. Probably like 14 or 15. 14 or 15. Yeah, it's How a lot of... You... Most of them guys. How... Oh, okay, that makes sense, so... Yeah, we, we, we guys like to fuck... Also, I know there's a lot of guys that don't do anal, and it becomes like, why don't you just give me, like, a look? <laughs> she just, like, whipped her head at me, like, how do you know this? It's like, yeah, like, I know that they're, like, in, like that's so Yeah, weird. like, you act like you haven't heard, like, the, the, the most greasiest of stories that I've told you, like, but, like yeah, it's an like, open I, book about this. Because, like, I mean, I've had a lot of friends, like, in the, the gay community, and, like, that's something that I've learned, is, like, not all dudes Absolutely, do yeah. it in the butt, like... It's, it's, it, every guy is different. It yeah. really, it really goes down to the person, um, it's, it's weird, because, like, People, like, it's funny how the world, like, views gay people, like, not the world, I should say, but, like, the stereotype of gay people, like, oh, it's, like, very, like, feminine, like, girly, like, it's, there's a lot of dudes down there that are like, very, like, macho, like, about being, like, the macho man. The and bears the, and the Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, people, like, assume that it's, like, all just, like, really feminine guy, and it's, like, no, like, a lot of these guys, it's, like diet and exercise and like working out and lifting weights is like a big part of what they do and like they're really about like yeah a lot of bodybuilders are gay yeah no a lot of bodybuilders are gay Um, and I think it goes back to guys know what's like an attractive like you know it's like you gotta work you gotta work at it you know like and I think it goes back to like can they gay guys can kind of be like girls where they can have more experience with it where like straight guys have a more difficult time like having more experience with girls um yeah yeah. I gotcha. We have the exact same body count. Isn't that cute? Okay. And your body count combined <laughs> doesn't mean yeah. mine. But she knows deep down, if we had a competition, I could get laid way more with way more men than she ever could. No, that's that's not true. I think you guys should have that competition. <laughs> well, she's like, you realize you're with the hottest girl? I could be with any guy I want. I was like, yeah, I could be with any guy I want. And she just doesn't have an answer to that. 
Right. Not gonna get into this conversation. <laughs> I feel like if I, if I, if I take know, a side of this conversation, <laughs> I'm gonna lose a friend. And so, <laughs> and then I would say, let's have a competition, and that answers that question. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to have the competition? You know, Arya. I'm just gonna say this. You'd win because he said he's monogamous. So it's, yeah, exactly. You're at an, you're at you just need one person because <laughs> he's not gonna do it. He challenged you, so you're mad that you slept with somebody. She knows that deep down. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. How do you handle rejection? Oh, I mean, it's it sucks. I mean, come on. Let's not be around the bush. Everybody feels a little bit shitty. You can do it a thousand... You can be rejected a thousand times, and it still stings a tiny bit. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, like, really personal. Um, I think you've got to have... It's, like, a two-way mindset. One mindset is to be, like, okay, evaluate yourself. Did I do something that was wrong? Like, did I, did I approach this wrong? Was I coming off creepy? Like, and if you're comfortable saying, no, I wasn't creepy, I wasn't that... <laughs> And you probably didn't do anything wrong. The girl or guy just, like, wasn't interested. But, like, and um, you, like, it sucks still. And you're, like, you take it personally. But, like, you just got to remember there's 7 billion people on this planet. And you'll find someone. You just have to keep grinding. Everybody has their stories and experiences with it. Um, And if you feel like you keep consistently getting rejected, then do something about it. Um, yeah. Read the read mate. It's <laughs> good advice. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, like, I don't want people to think that, like, have that mindset of, like, oh my god, like, just because you get rejected, like, you're a failure or anything like that, or like, you have to constantly reevaluate. Like, you might have not done anything wrong. The girl just might not be in a situation where she wants to date. She might not be like attracted to you. Like, it's nothing personal. Like, you know, like people are attracted to who they're attracted to. Like, you're not gonna. I mean, come on. You're going to turn down an ugly girl if they ask you out. You know what I mean? Actually, you're more likely to turn down an ugly girl than a girl is. Absolutely. Uh, that is 100%. Yes. Uh, that's absolutely facts. true. That's an absolute fact. Yeah. Um, another woman perspective as well. Um, and the quality, the ratio of quality girls to quality guys, I'm going to say that in the most polite way with quality as the word, is very obscure. And Aria and I have talked about this too. Like, there's probably way more better-looking, interesting, cooler girls out there than there is better-looking, interesting guys. Yes. Gay and straight community, I would say. Um, but it sucks, and just you got to do something about it. If you if it is consistent, and you are taking it personally, then hit the gym. Like read books about it. Go on YouTube and watch videos. Change your diet and sleep schedule. Just, just do everything you can, and then if you're doing everything you can, you're getting rejected. It's gonna naturally happen less. It will happen less. Know your boundaries. Like, know like what's good for you and what's not. Um, just, just I really think like with everything in life, with rejection, get rejected from jobs. Just you gotta take it on the chin, and then say, okay, what am I gonna do about it? Am I gonna sit here and complain, or am I gonna push forward? And if and maybe it's a good time to self evaluate. Like maybe you're not in a place in your life where like you should be dating and maybe that'll help you reevaluate like be comfortable with yourself being single maybe you'll ask yourself questions like maybe you need mental health help go see a counselor or get therapy or something along those lines if you can if you can um just just take it on the chin and just know that life goes on and then seriously like 
a week later, a week will go by, it'll be way less painful, and then it'll eventually get to the point where you don't ever think about it again, um, until your friend, like, you know, throws you under the bus, brings up that cringe moment you had, you're like, oh, you bastard, <laughs> you gotta relive this cringe highlight reel. <laughs> It's like Arya's favorite hobby is to like yeah. bring up my cringe highlight reel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you drink a lot, like you get, you'll mask a full feature film. Like you know, it, you've had to leave states, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody that came through would not know. So yeah. It's, yeah, like I've never done that to clarify. <laughs> um, I did leave Maryland though. Great, great so way. So you have left states. Yeah, but not for that exact reason. I left. Because say whatever you it's want. because Baltimore's boring as fuck. I don't know. There's a lot of murder. Yeah, well, I mean, if you sell heroin or fentanyl, it might be like more interesting, but not like in a good way. What is the best advice you could give to single people and people in a relationship? Poor people. Okay, starting off with two-part s- question. <laughs> single straight guys, reading mate is absolute necessity. Reading this book is an absolute necessity. And reading it more than once is an absolute necessity, I agree. The second book you need to read is How to Win Friends and Influence People. And then the third book, and you need to read through How to Win Friends How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie three times minimum. You must read that book three times in a row. Not in a row, but you need to read it three times at least in your lifetime. You're making people do homework. You're making yeah. people read books multiple times. Yes, you must read these books. And that's, that's not the only homework I'm assigning to you, guys. Uh, you need to read uh, The Road Less Traveled. I forget who wrote that book. That book. <laughs> um, and then you need to get a hobby that requires skill. And so you'll have things to talk about and be interesting and be passionate about and want to get better at it. You need to... I'm just going to say also video games don't count as that hobby. Yes, I, I agree with that. that. Requi- the, 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 yeah. people make millions of Unless dollars. you're making like lots of money off of it. Yeah. That no, and you're not that person. I'm sorry, you're not that good. <laughs> also, working out doesn't count as a hobby. Watching yes, I agree sports with that. doesn't count as a hobby. It must require you to get better at it. Working working out, it should just not even be a hobby. It should just be something that you do. But like playing basketball, kayaking, those are ex- good hobbies to have. Yes. Like you should have a like a work related hobby where you can make money off it. You could have a one that gets you fit. And then you gotta have one that you just enjoy doing, like art, music. Yeah, I don't have any hobbies. <laughs> you got a podcast. <laughs> what? You do comedy. <laughs> you do I thought comedy. We were just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we just having a conversation. Yeah. Um, so it really goes down to education about dating. Um, and you don't have to read any of those books. You can go on YouTube. There's a ton of stuff on YouTube to help people. Even with like small stuff like how to message girls on Tinder. There's people that like dating coaches on there that give like fantastic advice that I wish people would read. I didn't just, I just, you know, stumble upon this thing here and there. Um, and then diet and exercise. And I don't think exercising is something that is for the other person that you're trying to attract. It's for yourself to build confidence in yourself, to give yourself goals, to, it really will help with like self-confidence and your mental state. Um, and if you need, if you have mental issues, like you should need to see counseling or therapy or, or deal with that issue. Um, I would definitely say for girls, like straight girls, I don't know. I mean, this is not really where I should jump into, but like, I would definitely say. You don't have to. 
<laughs> you don't have to give yeah. advice it's to every, for every person of the population. Yeah, you don't right. have to be like, and then you know, you you albinos right. out there. <laughs> um, and well, I would just—it's just very simple. Just like as I've been on the perspective of a girl, where like it does suck. Like they're like the, you think there's no good guys out there. Like I know that seems kind of cliche. Like you're getting really frustrated with it. Like you're tired of being single. Like maybe you're looking to get married and have kids just give it time like maybe if you're even get a little bit older just give yourself time give yourself a break work hard like figure out you know if you haven't figured yourself out like figure it out um and then if you're in a relationship definitely you need to work hard um listening is like so huge listening to the other person um, and I really want to say something that people like really don't want to hear is like you need to be willing to change in positive ways and like I don't think people are willing to do that enough like a great example is I was talking to a friend the other day and he was like oh like I don't know if I could date a girl that would not be okay with me smoking weed and I kind of like challenged him on that and I said you know like okay well like if you stop smoking weed do you think it would have a positive impact in your life he goes yeah like probably I was like okay like like in relationships, you gotta make positive changes, positive changes, because that person sees you as a good person, but like they know what can make you better, like to make the relationship successful. Like if the person is trying to tell you to change about something that like you're not comfortable with doing, or it's not gonna be helpful for you in your life, or like it's manipulative tactics or something like that, no, like you need to end it or finish it with that. But like if this person is trying to help you with positive change, like you need to be open-minded and of course that's subjective because i don't want to say oh this is a positive change maybe like the person's like worried about your diet and exercise habits and they were like oh you know i want you to maybe we should work out together more and like you be, you can't be like oh you're trying to change me like no that person's trying to increase like your value in the relationship and like make it interesting like it never hurts to write out a romantic note or Put your feelings towards that person on paper and let that person read it. They're going to appreciate that a lot. Um, and just do interesting things with this person. Make it fun. Just don't sit on the couch or just like want to lay in bed all day. Like plan stuff out. Like be proactive in the relationship. Like treat it like it's a job because treat it like a really hard job. Like it never gets easy and that's the whole point. Like it shouldn't be easy. Like it should be fun, hard working, like entertainment and like it needs to bring value to you. Okay. That's good advice. Thank you. Well, I think this comes to the end of it, doesn't it? Yes. Well, Tim, do you have anything left to say? Uh, read mate. <laughs> Aria, what about you? Sure. Read mate. <laughs> okay. No, I think you're, you were going to say you should date a guy like Tim. Oh, sure. That too. I'm not gonna date a guy, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> a good try. Uh, yeah, no, guys. Thank you for coming in and listening. Uh, this has been a great, you know, time. We're just excited to have you guys here on this podcast. So, Tim, thank you for coming through. Aria, it's always a pleasure having you as my co-host. And I think this is us signing off. And I'm gonna go show them a magic. We trick. are out of here.